Yo, yo, yo. All right, finally got you on, huh? Can you hear me good? Yeah, I can hear you good. My bad, my bad. All right, that's what's up, man. How your day going? Um, my day is going good. Um, tomorrow's my last day at work, so. <laughs> hey, we gonna get into that part, man. Hey, yo, first let me say, man. Hey, welcome to the Bobby Dollar Show. This your big homie, Bobby Dollars, man. I got a really special guest. My homeboy, man, uh, Mr. Hear Me Out, Mr. Marco, you know, I'm glad that uh, I got the opportunity to rap with you, man, because we kind of been going back and forth on Twitter, and I'm like, this going to be a pretty interesting guy to speak with, you know what I'm saying? And, uh, here we are, so that's that's what's up, man, and you say everything's been going well today, though? Yeah, I appreciate it, yeah, everything's been going um, well today, Um it was really nice here in New York, so I went out to go run and shit, so. Oh, okay. Uh, That's what's up. Oh, so you in New York. That's where you at? Yes, currently. Okay. That's what's up. You sound like, you, uh, like you're not happy about that. I mean, New York has had, his, had their journey here, but um, I'm just ready to go back home. Okay, where, where are you from originally? I'm uh, originally from Oregon, but that's not what I'm calling home. I can't say where I'm going home yet, too. Oh, okay. You know, <laughs> <laughs> your secrets and shit. Yeah. <laughs> hey, that's what's up. That's what's up. Hey, look, um, Oregon, man. I like Oregon. I like Portland. Simply mm-hmm. because Grim puts y'all on the map. That's what I'm talking about, Nick Burks. Yeah. <laughs> 503. <laughs> We'll let that part go because one day I'm gonna run into me a little cute ass little boots file or whatever the hell they call them. <laughs> I'm gonna catch up with one of them little motherfuckers one day, man. You know. But um, hey, I appreciate you hollering at me, man. One day you had mentioned on Twitter that uh, you get tired of basically helping other people's dreams excel at your expense, basically giving your time and you know what I'm saying, like like not feeling valued and shit like that at work. Hey, mm-hmm. I respect that 100% Marco, man, because like I had to put myself in that same position a long time ago, man. Like I'm 43 years old, you hear me? Like I've been running my own businesses, man, since I was like 24, somewhere between 23 and 25 is when I started my very first business. Mm-hmm. You know, I couldn't do the clocking in and out shit, you know what I'm saying? Like, like I got tired of being as prompt as I was, as professional as I was, being, you know, being a hood nigga, a street nigga, you know what I'm saying, a straight hustler, but still having that business aspect of my life so on point that it made me mad that when I would go to certain jobs and certain places in different areas, I mean, I'm sorry, different um, areas, Mm -hmm. that people wasn't as prompt as I was. They didn't care like as much as I did. You know what I'm saying? Like they didn't take pride in not being late and, and um, you know, uh, being professional at work and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? So I, right. feel what you were saying. I feel what you were saying 100%. Like, you know, they sitting in the corner wondering how fast or how long it's gonna take for you to get their dreams accomplished. You know what I'm saying? That shit weird. And what made me realize it is that there are niggas like CEOs, higher ups for most of these companies through this pandemic that we're going through that are at home with their families. Yeah. Yeah. I appreciate like that. you you ain't giving us free lunch every day. You ain't like no bonuses. 
And like, I don't know, I've been reading the news and these companies have not been caring. Yeah, man, that is the truth though. Like I work for a company too. And because I am the, the type of person I am and because I do have uh, small ventures out here that are, you know, evolving and becoming something, I don't want to mention their name. I'll just say I do work for a warehouse type company you're right like they just shove money down your throat like here go an extra two dollars to deal with what's going on you know and I'll or you know uh giving out free t-shirts or just a bunch of just a bunch of bullshit man to make you feel like you're actually competent and relevant but truth be told you're just as expendable as anybody else while they sitting at the crib you know what I'm saying looking at the protests and different shit on tv you know wondering and hoping that it don't happen at their job you know what I'm saying like it's, it's weird, man. I absolutely 100% agree with that. I do 100%. Yeah, yeah. it's um, it's it's kind of ridiculous, <laughs> especially yeah. going through this whole pandemic and Black Lives Matter and shit, and you know all this other bullshit that we didn't really ask for this year. <laughs> yeah, I mean that is the truth. Like a lot of that, it did kind of get pushed up on us, man, and. So I guess my question to you then is, what are you doing at the present moment to pull yourself out of that situation? Like, like what are you doing at the present moment that um, you can say, you know, here in another year or so, I'll have this set up or I'll have that going for myself and I won't have to work for these people. Like, what um, do you have that you can offer? You know what I'm saying? Right, so right now I'm working on the shit that I've always said that I wanted to do, that I've never done. Um, and I realized, you know, I couldn't do that with a nine to five. It was cutting into basically the shit that I want to do. And I was like, yeah, so I'm not saying I'm not going to work forever, but during these times that the good Lord above bless me, I'm going to be working my ass shit off the ground. And, um, you know, I like to tell people, like, I was raised by the streets instead of love and everything. Because I've worked everything from fast food to corporate America. So it's like, okay, so now that I got all that fucking knowledge, um, I can go back to the streets, put it all and invest it in myself and do what the fuck I want to do. Okay, okay, that makes sense. Well, me personally, like, the way I've always looked at that type of situation, because I'm, I'm with you 100% on that, like... I'm mm-hmm. not good with, with the whole clocking in and out and trying to make a, another individual understand who I am as a person. Right. You know, <laughs> and then also trying to get them to believe in just one of the dreams or goals that I may have that are even short term. You know what I'm saying? To try to even get put in a position that they in right at the moment. So me personally, you know, I kind of, I don't know, like, my contribution to society is being able to help on the business end and basically trying to help people with a, a better mindset, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? A little more a little more positive intellect and things like that. You know, just so that way they can understand that it is easy to actually get involved and to create. But it's the um, it's the grind, man. It's the longevity. It, mm-hmm. it's, it's keeping whatever it is that you want to do for yourself afloat for however long that you can keep it afloat and then still make it you know relevant to what's happening in today's society like those businesses like I've had a couple of businesses in my lifetime and I've done a lot like like I said I, I've, I've done a whole lot you know I don't know how old you are man but 
I'm guessing you're not my age. You know what I'm saying? But I'm um I'm 31. I'll be 32 next month or this month. Excuse me. Okay. Okay. That's what's up. Yeah, I did see somewhere where it said your birthday coming up. But uh, I mean, this this is it, man. Like this is the time, bro. And what you what you literally have to do, man, is accept the roles that you're given right at the present moment when you're working at these jobs mm-hmm. because the way that I evolved and the way that I progressed, the way that I made situations better for me was actually going to these jobs and dealing with all these different people and companies and being a general manager at three different fast food restaurants and an assistant general at a couple and you know what I'm saying? Working in hospitals and stuff like that. Like I learned from all those people's mistakes. Mm-hmm. Like, like everything that you talk about when you when we be on Twitter going back and forth about how you know you helping these people accomplish their goals and their dreams and all that kind of stuff. That whole mindset is is beautiful, man. But at the same time, it's like sometimes you have to you have to submit to certain things in order to come out of that submission on top if that makes sense to you you know what I'm saying like it's a hundred things that can happen but if you don't actually pay attention to all 100 of those things then you're losing out on an aspect of life that you can actually use or benefit from mm-hmm. you see what I'm saying like some type of experience you know? right so I, I absolutely get it but that's how I started my first business like my very first business I started man was back in 19 Mm-hmm. I, was, uh, I was a junior in college and uh, I had just graduated from high school in 95. I was about to become a junior in college and I was actually in school for computer sciences. At that time, computers wasn't, you know, like they were a big, big deal, but they weren't as prominent and technical as they are right now where you can go to so many classes and they offer so many different diplomas and, and degrees and different things, you know. So um, <clears throat> when I did it, I was going for the generalization of computer sciences, basically meaning I can do hardware, software, you know, all kinds of different shit. And I got good at it, man. Like Marco, I ain't bullshitting like bro. When I tell you, when I tell you I got good, like I straight got good at that shit. It's um it's funny you say that I just bought a computer the other day. Cause I've been doing everything. Um I, I've been doing everything from my phone and like my uh, my tablet and shit. And I was like, okay. So like, if you're really about to go ahead and do this shit, Marco, you need to like, just go ahead and drop it and just <laughs> move on with life and just enjoy the purchase. So. Yeah. Um, that computer gonna make stuff a, a whole lot more professional. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, I used to be a, um, I used to be a gamer and, and a, um, I would say like a computer nerd, like back in elementary, so I build websites and shit. So all I need is a little refresher from this good old Google at the tip of my hand, you know? <laughs> hey, that is YouTube, man. That's like your life. Let me bro. tell you. <laughs> Real talk, you YouTube has taught me some things. I'm like, what? I did not know that. Let me see. <laughs> man, I, I own right now, right now, at this present moment, I own a lawn care and landscaping business, and that's my go-to. Mm-hmm. Anytime I have a client that say, oh my God, can you wrap a fence around two trees and then pull it out the ground? I'll be like, shit, let me type this shit in uh, YouTube. Let so, me check it right yeah. now. I don't want to lie to you. <laughs> <laughs> figure out how to put this damn tree in this damn uh, ground. So, shit, I, 
Hey, real talk, man. Like, I even started doing gardening videos a little bit. You know what I mean? Oh, that's dope. Yeah. I love my garden, man. I got some shit growing, too. That's dope. Mm -hmm. Yeah, man. Tell me a little bit more about you, bro. Like, um, so, you know, um, Marco from Oregon, but, um, I lived in D.C., Florida, Memphis, and now New York. Um, and was your you, in the military or something? No. Nope. I, um, I was in a relationship, and we both had really good jobs, and they promoted us to the same city, so we did that. Um, TV shit right there. <laughs> um, and we actually met on in 2007 okay. so um, you know that was cool we did the whole traveling thing and you know spent our whole 20s together but now that we're 31 you know we came to the conclusion that it's just we probably just better off friends and it's been working oh so. wow so, so wait a minute so hold on so y'all rolled out the whole a whole decade yeah, like a whole, a whole we, decade of just different ventures, and then y'all just cut everything short. Yeah, we was about to get married. So what happened? You know, once you about life and actually see if this is the life that you want, you just have to ask yourself, or you just have to ask yourself, are you happy? And neither one of us was, and we had a conversation like we having right now, and. You know, it was cool. I still go see his family and he come see mine and shit. So That's it was like a mutual about. it was like a mutual agreement. So well, ain't I, no ain't no hate. Be friends. It's it's better to be friends and not mm-hmm. be keying each other car and, and you know what I'm saying in the back of the alley throwing fish. Let me tell you, if somebody key my motherfucking car, I will whoop somebody's ass. <laughs> I would have to whoop somebody's whole ass. <laughs> Yeah, see, that's that's cool, man. That's that's honest to God, that's pretty cool, man. Cause like I, um, I mean, I've been married for twenty years in October, and you know, like we've been together twenty five, me and my wife. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's, been long, it's been a long ass time, and I've learned over that time, man, loyalty trumps love, man. Like, like it ain't even the loyalty, man. It's the history. I mean, like history trumps love any time of the day, every day, every time of the day, every day of the week, man. Like. When you got history with a motherfucker, and you can you cannot see that person for years and bump into him, and you will stop doing everything to see what's up, man. Catch up with him for a few minutes. You know that history gonna bring you out together. Mm-hmm. But you can fall out of love, you know what I'm saying, and move on and never think twice about that individual again once you heal and you ain't tripping no more. But you can't move away from that history because that's what made you. Exactly, so like, and that's what I try know, to so tell people. It's like you know, I still I still love a nigga, like. We just not in love. We just not doing all that other shit. But you know, you, I'm gonna treat you like one of my best friends because you are. You, you know shit that I ain't never told people. Why would I? Why would I just have you in the world just knowing that information about me? Okay, that's what's up, man. What's up, man? <laughs> and and like vice versa too. Yeah, hell yeah, hell yeah. Because it, it can get to a point to where yeah, that friendship ain't like. Uh, kosher mm-hmm. if that's like that you can be looking over your shoulder all the time just wondering like what kind of petty shit's gonna go on like what what's gonna happen like 
Is it gonna be a credit card gonna pop up and these motherfuckers gonna do some fraud shit? Like, what, what's really finna happen? Because we've been together almost 10 years and they know damn near everything about me. Mm-hmm. So it's better sometimes to be friends when you walk away. You know what I'm saying? Have a mutual agreement. Well, I ain't got to worry about um, crazy people and credit cards and shit because I do a complete FBI scan before I meet any of okay. those people. Sometimes when you got a rocket like that, that's what you got to do. You know and it's just like, it's nothing against people. It's just, I just like to know what you ain't going to tell me. Just right. so, just so I know. Well, what about... But what about the surprises and shit though? Though ain't that like part of the relationship? Learning the motherfucker, like, like understanding who they are over time, and not just right at that moment. Because you can really hate a person, you know what I'm saying? After a while, because you know too much too fast. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, I'm the opposite. I like to know everything up front. So let me know what I'm dealing with. Don't give me no surprises, and like, let me make the decision for myself. Yeah, yeah. Just like, um, I don't know. Like, for example, if somebody is talking to someone, hey, before you try to catch any type of feelings, I am dating somebody. Okay, cool. But like, don't continue to talk to that person and not say those words because now you misleading somebody. I mean, I get what you're saying because, like, I've heard that before. Like, I've heard women say, you know, uh, in discussions with each other, like, the nigga was married, he didn't tell me, like, at least give me the option to say no, like, you can't just do me like that. Like, I've heard him say that type of shit before, and it just be like, damn, like, that's kind of why I don't even trip, man. Like, I stay away from a lot of that shit, because after a while, that shit just get too... But, bro, it's also, also feel like women can ask that, too. Like, they don't have to, like... As bold as somebody should be able to tell you that they're married, that's how bold you should be when asking the question. Yeah, that's true. Because I ain't nothing wrong with that though. You know what I mean? It's just like ask it up front. Look, so are you interested in anybody? Does anybody have the idea that they are dating you? No? Okay, we cool. Yeah. All right, we can still be cool, but I know which way to rock. Right, right. I got you. Don't want your heart on your sleeve. I feel what you're saying. Yeah, that makes sense. That make that make plenty of sense. I don't know. It's just like um, I don't know. I mean, but to be honest with you, like nowadays though, to be honest with you, Margo, like if I was single, man, like <clears throat> like if me and my wife wasn't together, and two or three different scenarios played themselves out in my in my favor, and it was like, okay, damn, I got to pick or choose one of these individuals to be with to be absolutely honest with you I don't know if I would want to I would want to I would probably rather just be single and stay by myself because shit it's all on social media you see how all these people talking about licking asses and doing all kinds of crazy shit man and they filming everything like I couldn't be a part of that like I just couldn't see myself being being in a relationship or being single and out here like that like that shit just wouldn't it don't fare well to me not even if you bring the income Nah, that ain't, I mean, like, it's so many hustles, Marco. Like, it's it's 2,000 hustles, man, and it's just about your grind. And you can find 100 things to do other than what everybody else is doing to make the same amount of paper. You hear what I'm saying? But, like, so, like, we as, 
I don't know. Like, we as people, we look down at, like, porn stars and strippers and shit like that. But, like, why are we looking down on them when they're just expressing a part of their body or their creativity or whatever, you know, they call it? And this is also to a certain extent, too. I'm not saying every fucking thing is right in those categories. I'm just saying, like, as an overview. Well, I don't know. My thing about that would be um, I don't have a problem with the expression and mm-hmm. I don't have a problem. I don't have a problem with porn or any of that. Like I, I love porn. Like I watch it all the time, to be honest with you, when I'm in that mood or if I'm just feeling it. Mm-hmm. But like if you're going to create an art, create an art. If you're going to create a product, create a product, but you can't mix the two. You hear what I'm saying? Like, like you can't you can't have an OnlyFans and be expressing yourself like that 100% of the time and have a DMV and all this and all of that and then expect men to look at you like, you know, I want you to be my wife. I want oh, you, you know what? Okay, I see. I see how you're looking at it. Like, if it's... So are you saying, like, if it's one, it's one thing if you do it and you can just turn it off? I mean, yeah. That, that's what I mean. Like, if you can... If you can make that a business, mm-hmm. like porn, like porn is a business, like right. straight make that a business, then utilize utilize that effort and create that business. But you can't. It's like I don't know, man. It's it's hard to explain it without like saying the wrong thing, you know? Because I'm not like a protagonist. I'm not like one of those kind of guys that feel a certain kind of way. Because I don't judge anybody. Like I don't feel no kind of way. Period. It's just like. I have my opinion about certain things and I just feel like if you're generating a business and you are utilizing your body as a product, then you have to utilize your body as a product. You see what I'm saying? You mm-hmm. can't like, you can't entice me to be like um I okay, I'll put it in your terms. If you're a guy and you're promoting a 10 or a 12 inch dick and you're putting this on OnlyFans and you're making it seem like this is what I'm I'm capable of, this is what I'm about, come try me, let's do this, let's do that, but you gotta pay me. Then that's what you need to focus on. You can't also slip those pictures in the DM of another cat or another female or whoever and say, this is what I had to offer if you really wanna kick it with me too because you offering the same shit to everybody. You see what I'm saying? Like You, ain't you know what? I, that is completely right. <laughs> <laughs> I see no wrong in that. Like you, right? I mean, that's that's the only thing I. That's the only way that I feel about. It. Like that's the only thing that I say about. It. No, that that's a valid point. Um, how you just gonna slide in somebody else's DM with the same shit that other niggas is paying for? What? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. You know, like, uh, like, 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 don't be thirsty about it. You feel me? Like I had one dude tell me one time, he's he, like, I had a little advice column thing and he was sending me messages. He was like, bro, every time she send me a picture that I'm paying her for on this Snapchat, it's Google shit. He's like, it's shit I done seen on Google. It's stuff I done posted in groups on Facebook from Google. He's like, I know these are Google pictures, but she get mad at me and say she gonna block me if I keep telling her that she's sending the wrong pictures. I told him, I say, bro, if you're doing business with that kind of person, then 
you're knowingly giving your money away. Don't even ask for no pictures. Just cash out for and keep doing what you're doing. You're right. Like you, you're wasting your time. The effort isn't there. All of this shit right now is just a game. You're making a fool out yourself. Everybody plays the fool shit. Who, who don't know that? So it's like I just I told him, man, stop spinning your cake, bro. Let that shit go. I'm like, shit, if that's the way she played, just stop sending her money and just cut it cold turkey. And she'll she'll start sending you real shit when she realizes that you're serious about what you're doing. But if you keep on saying, I'ma whoop you, I'ma whoop you, I'ma whoop you, but you never whoop them, motherfucker, they gonna keep doing what they doing. You know what I'm saying? Like oh, okay. what the fuck? Like <laughs> Like you can't keep playing that type of game. You gotta play it the right way. So that's just how that is, man. So I get that part. You know, uh, I absolutely understand what you were saying too. But I'm just not, I'm just not with that. Like I just I just feel like if you got a product and this is what you're selling, then you got all on your profiles. I got a DM. You know meetups, none of this. Don't do that. Like my thing is why you got all these stipulations and all these guidelines. I. I look at it as wearing different types of hats. So, like, if somebody was a porn star, okay, you know what? That's one character. Okay, now you're a business person. Okay, you need to get the money that way. But then you're also, like, a brother, son, and everything, so you get to wear those different hats, and that side shouldn't come out unless it's business-related. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And if you are going to focus on that, exactly, you know what I'm saying. Like, I don't understand. What, I don't understand why people still post the nudes on Twitter for free. Man, why not? Like, why? I mean, that's the whole. My whole thing is why not? Like the ones because they can get money off of it. But the ones that post them for free, Marco, get more money than the ones that don't. And I hear them complaining about it. Like, I see them on Twitter and all that debating on a couple of my other profiles. Because I have like three or four Twitter profiles. But, like, I see them complaining about that kind of stuff. Like, the free OnlyFans got, she she's sending a message back on the board. She on the timeline. Like, oh, my God, thank you. I just reached 25,000 people. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. I'm going to give everybody a free gift, this, that, and the other. And then the black girl, like, I'm pissed off because my OnlyFans only $3.99, but all I got is 8,000 people, you know? And it's like, well, shit, it's because, man, like, everybody ain't tripping. It's like, it's like you walk into Walmart and they got a whole wall full of hats, all different colors, but they all the exact same motherfucking hat. So it's like, why am I choosing from the same product? Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? Like, oh, she white, she, she, she Latino, she black, she Pekinese, she Filipino, but they all showing their coochie. So it's like, shit, what am, what am I choosing from the same product for? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's all the same to me. If you if you zoom in and you close up on each one of them, I have no reason to choose. You know what I'm saying? So You're it's right. like, I'm cool. I'm cool with that. But when you get to the point to where you start trying to offer more you know what i'm saying like okay well yeah you might see this but this one ain't shade you might see this but this one got panties on it you might see this <laughs> you know what i'm saying now yeah. motherfucker, now, now your attention in different directions now you're like well damn shit i don't mind a little hair every night <laughs> okay <laughs> like, well, panties. whoa whoa you know what i'm saying so it, it makes you say to yourself like who's differentiating themselves from everything because everything is the same 
and that that and that would go for the male only fans, the gays, the gay only fans, the the black women, the white women, all of them. Like, what kind of product are you offering me? Because the black women were so keen on having the hips, the thighs, and the ass that the white women done intruded into that now. So that's even blurred. Like that line even blurred now. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, what are you looking for now? What what is the point? What am I paying you three ninety nine a month for? Right. Nothing, just wasting money. It's like, yeah. it's like online porn. Like, yeah, it's weird, man. It's weird, man. And all Boosie got to do is pop up on Instagram Live and two, three of them show you everything you want to see all evening. <laughs> so, yeah. so it's what it is, you know what I'm saying? But that that's crazy, man. That's crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. But I, I don't know. So, like, are you... Are you um, are you involved in any other kind of like ventures that are that are dealing with social media and things like that like maybe a podcast network um i am actually i'm a part of the um black podcast club make sure y'all follow it on instagram um and we are a podcast club that wants to bring creative together um and enjoy the space of other creators so um ideally you know, build like a club. You know, like Boys and Girls Club or some shit like that. I don't know. Just okay. we just want to bring more black creators together overall, because our voices need to be heard, especially nowadays um, during these hard fucking times. Yeah, times. So we need there. we need every outlet. Yeah, that's kind of um, that's kind of in the same mindset of the black simmers. Like I'm a simmer man. I be playing sims and building houses. All the type of shit, and, and uh, on my little gaming network, social media gaming, and um, they do that too. Like they got a look, they got their little group, you know what I'm saying? And it's a uh, black simmers. But the only problem that I be having with some of that sometimes, man, is even within those groups, they still have their clicks where certain people still kind of mess with certain people, and certain people don't. You know, uh, it'd be kind of crazy. You know what I'm saying? It'd be kind of crazy, but. You know, it is what it is, man. It's kind of hard to figure out, like, why we do that as people to each other. But at the same time, it's just like, everybody want to be a part of something, man. Whether it's good or bad, success or failure, everybody just want to say, I did that. I was a part of that. So, right. Just go after your dreams. <laughs> you, you got one life to live. So even if you're thinking of that smallest idea, you don't know how big it can, it can become. So... Yeah, that's true. That's true. You just, you just got it. And um, my ideas come when I'm most high. And it, it sounds like the craziest thing. But then even when I go visit it back, I'm like, oh, that is a really good idea. And, you know, you just got to go to the journal and just start planning around it and make it make it reality. Yeah, I was going to ask you, so do you ex- execute a lot of those ideas? Um, I do. I have really good discipline when it comes to myself and goals. Um, and okay. you know, wait, 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 let me stop you. Hold on, let me stop you oh. right there. You say you have really good discipline when it comes to yourself and your goals. Mm-hmm. Let's elaborate. Let's elaborate. Let's let's get into it. Hold on, let's let's get into it though. As in, so like me leaving my job, I'm about to put myself on a schedule. Um, okay about to start working out continuously and actually start making the lifestyle that I want. So, okay. 
like when I say um, discipline. So like, yeah, I might go out for like a happy hour drink, maybe one or two, but not trying to be here all night because I got other shit to worry about. That ain't no, that ain't no damn discipline, dude. I don't want to hear that. Like, shit. I, but I, I'm just saying. But if it's like a, if it's a business meeting, okay, go out, go network. But like. I'm talking about for the friends, like not trying to stay out too late and have those hangover nights. Yeah, see, that's like that's like uh, standing in the mirror saying to yourself, now you know you're gonna fuck up. You already know you're gonna fuck up. Nope. How bad you're gonna fuck up. <laughs> this, that's not even me. <laughs> I'm just talking shit, I'm just talking no. shit. But look, man, that, that's good though, man. Like. Always, man. Like I've lived my life like that, man. I've always created like a list of uh, objectives for myself, and uh, I always tend to meet those objectives. Like I always tend to make sure that every move I make, or always constructed around a plan mm-hmm. that can help me help me make my next day better than yesterday. If that makes sense to you, you know what I'm saying? Like it's hard in the beginning, but after a few years of being able to uh, troubleshoot your life. From within yourself, mm-hmm. it, all, it all kind of opens up like a book, and you just read through all of it, and it makes life so much easier. Because we all know it ain't no, it ain't no instructions to this shit, man. Like to to live in, to parenting, to living your life, to shit, to even eating. You hear me? The only thing they say is two thirty-two times. They don't tell you circles or up and down or lick your fingers. They don't tell you none of that shit. Like it ain't, it ain't no instructions to none of that. You hear me? You know, you just go through it. You know what I'm saying? So. I'm with 100%, man. I'm with that 100%. It's a list of objectives. Follow short-term goals that create long-term goals. Mm Mm-hmm. That's a positive plan, man. I like that. I like that in you, bro. That's that's, that's awesome. And I just really want to invest in myself until I get the shit that I want. Like, okay, I'm good. Now let me give back to my people. (laughs) So... (laughs) Hey, that's what I used to always put on my websites as my moniker. Be loyal to you first. Mm-hmm. And then help the ones around you that need it the most. You know what I'm saying? And I've lived by that for the last seven years, man. And it really has taken Like, it ain't no ceiling right now. Like, just living by that and really sticking to it. Like, just really sticking to it. Being loyal to myself first. And then helping the ones around me that need Um, if y'all niggas want to hear more about it, it'll be on my next episode. So, yeah, hey, tell us about the podcast. Oh, don't be just trying to creep that shit in there, guys. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I just wanted to, I just wanted to uh, plug myself just a little bit. Um, <laughs> um, so 
um, my podcast is called Hear Me Out, uh, Marco the Prince. And it's basically like a weekly journal update for me and conversations that I would just want to share with people in the world. So I talk about anything from relationships to love. Sometimes I'm just on there just talking my shit. And it's a good time. It's a good vibe. Um, It's a safe place where, you know, you might understand, but you might not. But, you know. (laughs) Confusion is key to the world, man. The world was built off confusion. I like that shit. Like when you don't understand that make you want to learn, make you want to learn, and make you want to know. Mm-hmm. Oh hell yeah, man! That's a good way of looking at it. I like that. That's what's up. Yeah. So. Yeah, that, that's what's up, man. I hope one day I'm gonna catch you. I'm, I'm gonna jump on your shit, man, because I might need to uh, stop by there and see what y'all really be talking about. <laughs> <laughs> well, my brother, you always welcome on the show. So. That's what's up, man. That's what's up. Now, last but not least, though, bro, like. Um, before we go, I heard you say like on your on your uh, podcast, you talk about relationships and stuff like that. So at one point, I know me and you talked uh, on Twitter about the whole gay thing and uh, you know basically being interested in the same sex. Mm-hmm. Now I had a homeboy, man. Well, he wasn't really my homeboy. He was somebody that I met when I was working for uh, a cleaning company called Avco. And he ended up becoming a homeboy because, like, he was somebody that was, I don't know, like, he was real to me, you know what I'm saying? Like, he was gay. Don't don't get me wrong, he was gay. Mm-hmm. His name was Mickey. His name was Mickey, man. Rest in peace. Like, he wound up killing himself, man, because he just, like, I think he was 41 when he killed himself, or 40, or something like that, about three or four years ago. And he just, like, his mom had passed away from cancer, and, like, she was the only one that really accepted him and understood it, understood what he was on. And he just kind of didn't, I don't know, like, he just felt like the world didn't appreciate him enough. Man, I'm I'm really sorry to hear that. Um, cool, it's cool, man. That's why I said, that's why I said to you, Marco, before, like, all of these situations is what brought me here, bro. Like, that's why I can talk to you and rap with you and you be a homeboy and me not tripping off none of that shit not judging you not none of that shit. Mm-hmm. like like that's what make me that's what make me so real when it come to life bro because i don't i don't have no like how uh how, how uh ray sherman them said shit i don't have no type like i'm chilling you hear me <laughs> <laughs> i ain't hey, got like, no type <laughs> you hear me hey i just be feeling I, I just like I just like relaxing and understanding people. Man. Picking your brain is what's gonna picking your brain is what's gonna make me evolve into a better individual. And then when I'm around other people who are like you or who who are interested in you or who on the same page as you mentally, physically, whatever, I can accept what they own and still right. feel like like a comrade. You know what I'm saying? Like I can, I can feel like we got something in common. And that's what I liked about Mickey, man. Mickey was like a grown ass man, and the nigga was 100. Like one time, I posted on Facebook, "What was you doing in June of 1995?" Because that's the year I graduated from high school. And he was my first comment. This nigga put on that first comment, trying on my first pair of heels with a matching bag. I said, "Hell no!" <laughs> and I started laughing. And then he told some shit. What you thought I wasn't gonna say? Uh, what, what I what I be what I be having on my mind or something he said like that and 
And I told Mickey, I ain't got no respect for you, homeboy. I was like, shit, I respect the ones that are gay and say they're gay. I don't respect the ones that act like they're not gay and be trying to sleep with men and women and all kinds of people and passing shit around. And, you know what I'm saying? Like, I ain't with mm-hmm. those, like, those type of people. I don't have no respect, no love for the men and the women that come to me and be like, nah, I'm gay, man. I'm, I don't do this, I don't do that. I'd be like, oh, okay, that's what's up. I respect that. Like, if you could control that type of uh, situation in your life, then why can't I respect that part? Like, you know what I'm right. saying? Right. So it's all, it's all good for me. I just was wondering from your end, though, like, what brought you to that point, though? Like, what, what made you feel like that was your comfort zone? that's a really good question um i want to say it's always kind of been like my comfort zone um so i like i don't consider myself like the most masculine nigga but i also don't consider myself like feminine so to say like what society would put on people um it's just you know i grew up with all women you know in the household i got three sisters and nieces and shit and then it's me so I'm out here trying to learn different shits like um, what a man should know like possibly change the oil or change a tire or shit like that or shaves so to say Um, so it's just like a balance for me Um, like I think it just so to say like (laughs) comes natural Um, I experimented and I liked it so um Okay, okay, so it was basically a way that you made your mind up, you know what I'm saying? It wasn't something that was forced on you, it wasn't something that, like sometimes you hear a lot of guys say, you know, I was molested as a child and it just kind of brought me to this situation, like, like I I respect the fact that, you know, that was something that you chose for your mm-hmm. life and that's what made your understanding you know about who you are that much because you know what I'm saying it, it makes more sense to me when I hear it like that yeah cause I know like people have their different views or whatnot, which you know I won't touch on but and it's like okay you know if they believe that they believe that who am I to tell you that you can't like you can't think the way you think right Absolutely. Like, I ain't, I ain't nobody. <laughs> like, go ahead. <laughs> believe what you want to believe. And I'm still, and that's my choice to be like, you know, either I fuck with you or I don't. And, you know, that's obviously be- between yourself and your tolerance of the shit that you're going to put up with and not put up with. So. Right. Right. Well, you know, it's always the same, uh, the old saying, like, if you feel like it's a problem, then move yourself from the situation. So, you know, uh, there's always that. If there's ever a situation that you feel like it makes you uncomfortable, then move forward. You know, that's exactly. the way I always, you know, I've always looked at it like that. But, you know, again, like I said, man, I can only respect the ones that treat it not necessarily like it's a lifestyle, but a way of life. Because lifestyles change. But a way of life, that's cultural. That's like, a, that's like a, being black. You know what I'm saying? Like, no matter where you go, no matter how hard you try not to, you're going to always be black. There's always going to be a part of you that's going to remind you that you are who you are. So I can understand when it's cultural. 
but when it's just like a phase or it's just something that people talk about or do because other motherfuckers are doing it or because they got drunk one night and they like mm-hmm. you know like that type of shit is different it's very indifferent for me like I don't see myself respecting that that, that type like it feel like it's forced when it's like that I, I definitely get your point um it does look like force on the outside in. I mean, I have had friends that's been in like lesbian relationships for like 10 years. And she was like, you know what? This is no longer for me. And I was like, okay, like, <laughs> cool. I'm still your right. friend. Like, I'm still gonna fuck with you. So like, when, I don't know, it's, uh, I don't know. <laughs> it's. Yeah, look, we all know change is inevitable, bro. So yeah, I just you know, when if somebody just don't want to fuck with women no more, they should just not be able to fuck with women no more, or men, or whatever, and not be judged. Yeah, I agree with that. I agree with that. I, I think. Um, okay, so now here and this here, it might be a little bit, uh, a little bit too, too overbearing or whatever. But I'm one of them. Don't bite your tongue type. I don't really repeat myself and all of that. Like I'm a Leo, man. Like I'm, I'm real strong. I'm ten toes down on everything that I believe in. And here's something that really kind of bothers me a tad bit. Like it fucks with me a lot, to be honest with you. I don't like the idea that white America has created a new term for diversity, where it's not. I mean, why do you think? Why do you think I'm leaving? Well, no, I mean, I, I get what you're saying on that part, but what I'm saying is, it's like if you can hear me out, because <laughs> I, because I had a, I had an instance, man, where like my when I was a general, I was a general manager for a fast food restaurant. I won't speak on the name of it. Well, I was assistant general manager. I'm sorry. And my GM was a gay woman. My uh, my DM, like the district manager, she was a gay woman. Both of them was married to other women. You know, and um, they basically made me feel like diversity was no longer black. You know what I'm saying? Diversity was now gay. Like they took, they took basically like a group of people and made it bigger than an entire race. And that's kind, that's kind of what blew me. Like I was like, how can y'all basically wipe out who we are as people and how hard we work and all the bullshit we endure every day just because another group of people say that they're being treated unfairly and they need some assistance with the way things are going in their lives and things like that. And I was like, it's not fair because me and my bosses, we constantly got into it about certain things because I was like, y'all form a diversity. It's about gay white women. It's not about black people. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? I'm like, I'm like, y'all tripping. And we kind of went back and forth with that. And it it always, that kind of always played me. That always bothered me. Like, never could understand that part can you help me figure that out like why why is that like that um i ain't never had that situation bobby (laughs) Um, that's crazy i don't know you know sometimes niggas is just crazy and they just (laughs) they just act out (laughs) they just do shit (laughs) so that might be the situation and the least but best possible way. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
Yeah. Sometimes these niggas don't make sense to me, so I don't know. Yeah, that and it is, and that's gonna be one of them questions that's gonna always need answers. You know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> I sure can't figure that shit out for the life of me. You know, I guess with you being black, it kind of makes a difference. You know what I'm saying? Because you still being a black man, you're a black man first, so you still gonna endure all of the that whole gravitational pull just like we do, even before or even after they try to judge you for who you are or your character or what it is that you portray. Like, that's some crazy shit, man. Like, it's it's a lot. It really is a lot to take in, man. It's a whole lot of weight on one back. I'll tell you so, question. This might be reaching, but... So, like, I have been on many diversity committee boards mm-hmm. for many different types of organizations and companies. But, so, majority of it is white women yeah. white gay men and then like one or two of us and I'm like okay so how is this diverse but then I also but then I also flip it on the other side like why aren't the people that's working for this company coming up to these meetings or want to be a part of it That's crazy. Um, You know know what I mean? Like, I mean, we also have to hold ourselves accountable. Even if we don't know nothing, it's just nice to be there to learn something. You might have a, you might have a good idea for them. You just might, but you won't know unless you try. (laughs) Well, you, you also got to remember too, black people are visual people, man. Black people not like you can't put a piece of paper on the wall and tell black people hey check this out this would be the great thing for you to do black people gotta see other people doing it and then wonder why in the hell are all these people doing this shit before they go and start trying to get involved so if they don't see three or four other black people going to this meeting every Monday or every other Thursday they not even tripping off of it to them it's just work you know what I'm saying it's like shit I ain't finna go to no meeting at work fuck that shit I just got off work you know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. if it ain't if it ain't like uh if it ain't like two or three, maybe four of them that's saying, nah, shit, I go to these meetings every week, homeboy. You need to come to this motherfucker because it's all jacked up, this, that, and the other. They not even gonna trip off trying to participate. So you kind of gotta actually go and show in order to make them understand. I need to be at that meeting. I need to go try to make this right because white people just don't go because they just looking at it as either a free meal or just some time on the clock where they just sit still and not do nothing. Like they gonna always make lemonade out of the shit. You know what I'm saying? Always. So half of them don't even know why they at the damn meeting. They just there. And then when one of their friends say something that makes sense to them, then they chime in. But that's what it's going to take, man. I don't know why it's like that. And all the years I've been around, all the years that I've been, you know, running my little, my little businesses, like, I don't even give out business cards, bro, for my lawn care and landscaping business. Bro, why not? <laughs> because I like the idea of being an exclusive cutter. Bro, because you, you, you better I mean, go this Seriously. Seriously. I, bro, I make, I make almost shit. I make damn near $700 a week cutting right now. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like, um, it's one of them things where like, if I come cut your grass, Marco, and then say your cousin, your cousin come over, 
and see your grass two or three times and say, damn, man, who be cutting your grass? Then you can give my number to them because they know you. You see what I'm saying? Like that's that's how my clientele is based around. So my okay, when you put it when you put it like that, that sounds like a doper con doper concept than what I was actually thinking. Right, right. <laughs> like if I trust you and you trust your cousin, then I'm putting y'all in the circle together and I'm cutting. Right, got it. Okay, you see what I'm saying? So I see you. That's what make my business exclusive. Like people see me on the street and be like, how much you charge to cut grass? You ain't got no business card. I'll be like, nah, I'm by appointment only and I'm booked up for the summer. You know what I'm saying? And most of the time I am. Like right now I'm still booked up on landscaping jobs and cutting per two weeks all the way out until uh, late August. You know what I'm saying? So I don't be, I ain't tripping off of it, you know, and every year it gets more and more and more and more and more. Like I started off with 10 houses. Right now I'm, I'm over 50 plus residents. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. I'm not complaining shit. I like this like this. I don't want to be overwhelmed because then that's how black businesses start to fail. When you start to do too, too much at one time and don't have enough manpower, you're not charging enough money to keep up. Like, nah. So. <laughs> I'm, right. I'm good just where I'm at. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm straight right where I'm at. Yep, that's what's up. So whatever your hobby is, bro, whatever it is that you love to do, whatever it is that you like getting your hands dirty with, make it a product, sell it. We're about to go into wave two of this coronavirus shit. Um, you already know. We're going to be quarantined all over again. And at some point, we got to start to be able to barter, trade, do something because they they actually pinning America, they pinning us down, bro. Like we can't even travel to out to to the U uh, to Europe and all of that shit now. So before you knew it, like we gonna be within ourselves. And then Trump was trying to build that damn wall. We can't get the hell out of America. We right. <laughs> so we might as well. <laughs> hey man, we gonna be stuck in this motherfucker. So you gotta be able to trade. You gotta know how to dig tunnels and shit like. Uh, the fried catfish right out of Mississippi, like you guys know how to do all types of shit nowadays. You can't, uh, <laughs> you can't be bullshit, man, because you won't survive. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> For real. Right. Man, that shit crazy. Hey, well, I tell you what, man, I appreciate rapping with you, bro. Like, this was a very interesting conversation, man. Like, I really appreciate you being open and, and, and hollering at your homie. You know what I'm saying? I'm here, no, you know what I'm saying? No problem. I appreciate you for wrapping that up with me too, you know. Just Yeah. I like meeting people, I like talking to people, so it's always good to roll a blind, sit back and just you know, just be real humans and shit and not worry yeah. about shit. Yeah, that's what it is. I like that man, real human beings, because like we all imperfect, you know what I'm saying? Shit ain't gonna never go the way we plan it. So it's always good to do just like you said, roll up a blunt, man, and let life happen. That's the only way you're gonna be able to control your situation. Man. You just gotta let life happen. That's just it, <laughs> for real. So, hey, I appreciate you rapping with me, man. I'm sure everybody that's gonna listen to the podcast, which I don't know, it might be ten people, it might be one, shit, it might be a hundred. Who knows? Make sure y'all follow it on all streaming platforms. Hear me out, podcast. Yeah, there you go. See, I was just gonna say that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he was like, like, he heard everything I said before I even said it. Like, wait, that's another show. It's cool, man. It's cool. But that's what's up, man. Hey, I appreciate you, bro. You stay safe out here, man. Wear your mask, wash your hands. 
You know what I'm saying? Use your sanitizers. Stay safe, bro. Save a life. You know what I'm saying? I will. You too, man. Stay up. Don't be a stranger. Oh, yeah. I appreciate you, bro. And uh, again, man, y'all can catch Marco on Twitter. Tell him your handles again. Uh, you can catch me on Twitter at This Is Hear Me Out, and that is also on Instagram and Hear Me Out podcast on all streaming devices Apple, Spotify, Google, iHeart, and wherever you catch your favorite cast at. Yeah, that's what's up. And y'all catch me when I find your ass. Don't worry about the rest of that shit. <laughs> right, hey, I'm right with Marco. Be cool, bro. It's love out here. Hey, all right, stay up. It's the big homie.